God is showing us how we can do more than one thing at a time. How we can do more than one thing at a time. Because a lot of times we put things on hold because we have to do something else first. And it may be that way sometimes, but there are other times you have to do more than one thing at a time. Because you can. Because some things are just that important that it just cannot wait. When it comes to what you do, know why you do it. Me know why I do it. I can't do it unto me. I can't do it for me. I can't do it because I'm good at it. I can't do it because it can help me in the long run. It can prosper me and my family. No, I have to do it unto the Lord. Everything I do, everything you do, it has to be done unto him. That's the only way that his attributes can be manifested. If we do what he does unto him, back at him, and not just back at him, but also amongst each other. You may be asked to do something that you don't normally do. But why complain about it? It's either we're going to do it or we're not. That's what Christ said to keep people from complaining. I never told you to leave no mother, father, person, whatever job, nothing. I never told you to stop doing anything in my name's sake. But as a beatitude, he still said, blessed are those who are persecuted for my name's sake. For there's the kingdom of heaven. Great is their reward. There's a whole staffing crew where I live. And everywhere I go, they just show me just so much favorable treatment. Hey, there she go. People talk so much. There she go. They're the one who be praying. They're the one who be preaching. They're the one who just, you know, so bold. They be out doing things just like what you be doing. If I care about and worry about what somebody else say that we shouldn't be doing or I don't think it should be that way, we got so much advice to give. How about we just serve him? He already know what's going on. He already know what's happening. He already know what we don't even know everything about. Sometimes God will have a situation that's open and discovered for us to actually be open and discover what to release in the atmosphere. And we're not even paying attention. That's an opportunity for prosperity. What does that actually mean? It doesn't mean an opportunity for me to receive all the time. It's an opportunity for me to give. And it's not always giving money. I got to give myself, my time, my effort, my energy, my faith, my work, my love, peace, joy, patience. I got to release that unto every single one of you. What I receive from you. If I'm on a job and a supervisor tell us that we have to start wearing a uniform, who am I to go around and say we ain't had to wear one before? Why we got to wear those kind of uniforms? Why we got to drink coffee at this time? We should always go to the lounge and drink coffee anytime. We cannot... You understand, go against those who are over us. And we can't look at them as if, you know what, you're not over me, but you really are. Because you're under somebody else's establishment. And if we're not humbling ourselves, we're not going to ever have nothing established unto us. We got too much to say and do too little about it. 
Many of us could talk about all kinds of things we don't like towards each other, amongst each other, but get around the people who causing the problem that we feel, we don't say anything. So that's God showing you, yeah, you're just a talker. You're not a doer. See, we thinking that God's showing us they dirt, but God actually showed us our dirt. Because I'm the one talking about it. I'm the one feeling some kind of way regarding So he's showing me me by showing me what they're doing to me. And we're not even getting that point. Many of us say, I'm a part of a team, but I don't want to wear the uniform. I'm a part of a team, but I don't want this position to play. I'm a part of the team, but why we got to be called that? If you're a part of a team, then you must be a team player. And if you and I not giving up no good information, you know, good advice that's going to help the whole team, then we shouldn't be saying nothing. Somebody might give a bad idea for the whole team. But if we don't come together as a team and communicate on a level of showing teamwork to make a dream work, we're going to miss it every time. Many of us say, I'm not a part of what I'm supposed to be called to every time. That's on them, but you are part of the team. Whether you want to be or not. And why wouldn't we want to be? I giving up food for just one meal a day. Not throughout the day. One meal a day. If I even do that in you know every day. Because there's something about when we fast and pray that we gain a better understanding as to how to be for others around us and not for us to look at how they are doing things that should not be. Because we want God to look at them, but God having them around us because he's looking at us for us to look at us. People are not called to walk our walk. We are called to walk it out alongside with other people. A fast can teach you so much if we just stop moving so fast and allow Holy Spirit to move fast. And I don't mean a sense of speed. I mean a sense of only moving. Those may be, if I'm on a basketball team and me and these women, we in a league and someone decided to get us some outfits that's probably back in 1980 or we just not agreeing what our uniform should look like or not agreeing what the play should look like or the name of the team. Even for the guys who play football, they go through a lot in their, lo- their locker room. Many didn't want to change the name to Commanders. Why we got to change the name? Man, we the skins, man. 
Now we don't have no mascot. Many didn't agree, but they are part of a team. It's either you going to walk away from the team or play on the team. And if you know what I know, we're not going to want to walk away when God called us to stay. That means we're not going to perceive and receive all that God has because what we receive won't come from being on that team. If many of us knew what happens when we be a team player and we could see the blessings that's look how beautiful I keep using Ruth, it's okay. Look how beautiful all those things was lined up for Ruth that she didn't even know. But because she was on a team and played on the team. Sometimes you just don't say nothing. Just release what you have on the team. And that is the way you communicate. Getting along with everybody on the team and being a part of the team and not just, you understand, having always something to say negative. Who wants that negative energy? How can God use us effectively anywhere if we're not on a team? Christ grabbed up a team and they were called disciples. It don't matter all the things that they've been through that we hear that others didn't see them go through. Like many didn't hear Christ say to them, who do you say that I am? Wasn't nobody around but just them. No one was around when Murray said, do what he said, y'all, regarding the wedding in Canada, the first miracle that he released. No one was around, but the disciples was right there and watching that process. No one knew that he turned that water to wine. Unless he said something. He didn't even want them to know that they ran out. They just realized that he must have saved the best for last. See how he exalted them and prospered them? So many meanings and so many teachings in that. Saving the best for last. Release a miracle. Compared to what was done first. And what was done last. Was done best. That last deed became the first deed. Because it outshined, outweighed the first set. The first batch of the wine that they had at first. So. What happens when we play on the team? People may not know what we're going through while we're practicing all the quickening, the shopping, the you know, all the rehearsing and all the meetings we go to on the job, even a political party, all the you know, debating behind the camera, all the bickering going back and forth, and then we release that thing, just like a wedding, all that preparing things are not seeming to be right. It when it comes to giving a speech, okay, I gotta prepare for this. It when it comes to doing having an orchestra, all the musicians not there. Hold on, we need this bass, okay? We need that heart, we need that symbol, we need that trombone, we need we need everything, okay? It's gonna be clearly heard if you're not there. And then when the time comes, people don't know what it was like, but they, you know, receiving for what it is. Not the things that happened that was, because whatever happened in the past doesn't even matter. 
So how can we ever become strong together when we eliminate negativity? When we stop putting out two cents in something that we can't even open our mouth to tell people how we really feel. But we say it behind their back and can't say nothing in their faces. And God's showing us we're just a hearer and not a doer. Because if we were a doer, we could sit them down and talk about it and discuss it. And never know what type of change that can be made. See, God may show you something that he don't show me just to show you what you're not doing that you thought you was doing whole time. Yeah, you thought you were a doer, but when it comes to every area, you don't do. You just say. And a lot of times what we say is always something negative to say and not do anything good because I can't do nothing good if I'm saying something bad. Ooh, you understand? That means that my words are not aligning with my deeds. So if I'm speaking bad and I'm trying to act good and get a good result, it's not because I'm going to get a bad result because my words just been spoken over what I just became. Irritated. I spoke irritation in the atmosphere. It doesn't matter if somebody try to get over on you or me. It doesn't matter if somebody try to take advantage of you or me. It doesn't matter if somebody doing something negative all the time. As long as you play your role, your part in whatever team and whoever team you're on, just know that you are on the Lord's side no matter what team he put you and I on. You got to cause that team to prosper because you have a part to play on the team. God may cause you to have the home run. God may cause you to have the touchdown. God may cause you to understand. Just swim that, swim that last meet, that last lap. God may have it to be you. But how will we ever know? If we're not saying what he says or do what we're supposed to do. Many of us has got so much to say. And we're not doing anything about it. We're just talking about it. And it's not even positive. If you feel so strongly, I feel so strongly about something, let's go to them. If you think that, you know. Everybody shouldn't take lunch at this time. It's going to mess up the, you know, operation. Then go and say something. Don't say it behind the person back. You know why? Because they're going to find out. Words travel. When we talk negative, the devil's listening. Because he knows that we have his attention because he have ours. Now he's going to try to feed us with negativity to keep it going in such a time as this. Somebody may say, I want you guys all to draw the same picture. Okay, we used to draw different ones. Okay, but this time I said draw the same ones. And sometimes somebody might say it rude, draw the same ones. Okay, sure. But if you feel strongly, God may have you to go to that person. Hey, can I talk for a minute? Okay, what is it? I'm just giving off how I feel about it. And I prayed on it. And I think it'd be a great idea. Let's just see how it goes. If it don't go so well the way that I'm releasing it, it could go back to your way. Just give it a try. Just hear me out and give it a try. Now, if a person say, I'm not giving you a try, then that's between them and God. 
is not going to stop you from continuing to try. Because you triumph. You are part of a winning team. You have to know that you always win, not by the plays that you and I play. It's the one who's on the inside greater than any of us who are on the team. Because the one on the inside is the one who formed the team. The one who created the team. If somebody wants things from you all the time, what's the purpose of talking about it? If we're going to keep doing it, all they want is things, things, things from me. But if I keep giving it and I let them know how I feel, what's the purpose of giving lip service? If I can talk about it to anybody else, why not the person or the people that I'm referring to? I'm referring to. You understand? It's not about get along to go along. It's about allowing the Lord to use you. So, if someone do something that I don't like, and I want to quit, that means that I wasn't even in it for God in the first place. If I'm on a job, and I'm doing all that good work because I want to be seen and acknowledged, mm, I wasn't doing the work unto the Lord in the first place. If I have a group and I'm singing and I want the leads all the time, or I want to write the music all the time, I want the camera positioned on me all the time, where would that put me? There are a lot of musical groups. And I say musician because a voice that, you know, is gifted to sound really good that is a person who is a musician and I'm going to tell you they're very musical there are so many groups that every matter of fact just about every group that I have heard about they're not even a group anymore and they started out so strong why? because the devil wanted the person or people to take the attention off the being a team player and put the attention on the individual. Yeah, I do do a lot in this group. Yeah, I do need to be acknowledged. Yeah, people do like me more. Yeah, I do release more. Yeah, I do look better. Yeah, I do sound better. And that's why a lot of people were spotlighted and the others were in the background and many felt like, you know what? We supposed to all be together. And many been talked to to go solo. And many have went solo and sold their souls because they stopped operating with the team that helped them to become where they are. Helped them to get to be where they are. And that destroyed a lot of powerful friendships that people started out when they were kids. We went to school together. We adults now and we don't even call each other anymore. Because you allow someone to be influenced by the enemy to take your eyes off the team and have you to think you the prize. Put your eyes on yourself as a prize. So we're not doing anything unto the Lord. And many of people that's in the music industry, they were doing it for the fans. Releasing their gift for the community. But then somehow, 
some way. The attention goes on me, no longer the team. And there goes the breakup. Great friendships been destroyed. Family members, brothers, sisters together been destroyed. Some start out so strong, like, you know, they're going to always stay together. Nope, they broke up too. Because we allow things to change what shouldn't be changed. Same thing goes in football. I don't want this team player. We're going to get rid of this team player. And we're going to, you know, draft another team player. So now we got someone who was against this team. Now they are part of the team who didn't even last long for the team. We have people thinking and feeling like they're better. You know, we always call people to start something. You know, you're the one we need. You're the stronger one on the job. You're the stronger one. And having those who are around feel like, okay, I'm just not what, you know, better to better than you to them. Excuse me. So I'm not going to give all of me because they're not even looking at me. They're looking at you. So whatever, man. See, all these things regarding being on the same team. What about... Okay, here's the shirts, here's the jerseys. Okay, here's the cleats. We got the balls. Okay, we all right. Okay, they did the field. Okay, let's get together. Let's let's get it. We got it. We got it. Oh, let's do it. Then they cheering and they throwing each other in the air. We won. We won. We won. Because we play as what a team. So many say, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm a part of this team, but I'm not doing that. No, you're not. You're not a part of a team that you're disagreeing to be with. You're needed on the team. It's slacking because you're slacking. I'm slacking. It may look like a team prospering because of one person, two people, or the outfits, or, you know, the money, or a job prospering because, you know, the clients are coming in, and, you know, the memos are going out, the templates, the, you know, presentations being done well. It may look like this salon is prospering because we got the new hairstyles, everybody want to come in and get the new hair look, the new modern-day hair look. It may look like this bowling alley prospering because everybody coming in winning leagues. But it's all unto the glory of God. That's what have us to stand out when God is glorified. I don't care how long you've been married. God wants to be glorified in your marriage. You want to change as one. How much more fun is that? What does it mean to be one and yet you're still the opposite gender? You still have the way that you feel, but we consider to be one in God's eyes. What does that even look like supernaturally that we release in here in the earth? We can never fail as a team. There's no team A, team B, because A come before B. No, it's just a team. That's why God said we are one. Because <laughs> we don't need to. Mm-hmm. All we need is one. All he need is one son. Okay, Holy Spirit, I feel it. Okay. All he need is one son to give his life once. All he need is one day in the beginning to say and see and let it be. Woo. 
Mm-mm. All you need to do is get up once. You understand? <clears throat> All we need is one comforter. <clears throat> one Lord, one Father. That's why I was like, Father, I'm so glad there's no Mrs. God because all we need is one. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> That's a whole nother subject <laughs> that I went on with God for a long time. I'm so glad you don't have nobody. And then he'll say, you know, I, even though I, that's not, you know, that's not even not. <laughs> but why you say that? He just want to hear more about why I say that. And I cannot say words that are not fruitful. Like I don't want to shake. I'm just glad it's not. How about that? <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's good. <laughs> Father. <laughs> Leave not. Okay. Oh ah, I just tried that with you. I'm saying lean not. <laughs> ah. Oh God. <laughs> I said, God, lean not. That, that was something to me. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <Hi>, Father. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. But seriously, guys, I'm trying to tell you, you are on a team. <laughs> Father, go ahead. <laughs> We're on a team, guys. We are on a team. Why are we talking about what we don't want to see on a team? It's not going to look right if we're on a team. We compete and compare on the same team. Why we got to compete and, and compare when we do things with other people, for other people? You bought pumpkin pie. I bought pumpkin pie, slumpkin pie, wood ice cream on top. You understand? You gave $20, I give $25. The greatest seed that I wanted to sell to sow was beyond millions. And the greatest seed that I have ever sown thus far is much more than that. You can't love God and love money. Because we can't serve God and mammon. You need to face it. You can't love money. You can have money, but not to love it. Don't let money change you. Because if we allow money that doesn't have life to cause us to become changed, then that substance became my God because only God can change. Many of us have George Washington, George Michael, it don't matter who it is, to become our God. Look how many of us feel on payday and how many of us feel the way we feel a week before, not the same. Look how many of us feel on Friday and look how, how we feel many of us on, on Monday or Sunday knowing we have to go to work on Monday. Look how many of us feel to go on a vacation 
And look how we feel when it's time to go back home. That's like going through a process for marriage, get married, and then go through the same process that you went through to get married over again. And it should have been away with. That's why you at the altar together. Because it's over. See, we don't ever have to start over. If we ever had to start over, we would never get what God has. That's why it's called a brand new start. Because if we had to start over, we would never get what's ahead of us. Because we keep going back to the thing that we didn't get at first. So thank God that it's a brand new start and not a start over. And many of us are confusing that. And we're thinking we have to start over. No, you have to just make a brand new start. And what that look like? That look like leave everything that's negative, everything that tried to rob you in the past. And thank God for the testimony of what he has done, not what you've been through. No, what he has brought you out of to bring you into. That's the testimony. It's all for the glory. It's not I was hurt and I was sad. I was oppressed. They took my money. They they took my car. They took my house. I was wrong. But I'm still here. But I got much more back. But the person who did it, they have given their life to God. Because I pray for their salvation all the time. And I believe what I say, it be manifested. So their lives are never the same. See, God brought me in contact with that person for a reason. Because God saw that they need to stop doing the things they do. And I'm the right person for them to bring them to. So they can cut that mess out. Because I'm not like any other person. I'm a person with favor. I'm a person of favor. I'm a person that's covered by God. So if you thought you was trying to rob me. Thought you was trying to kill me Thought you was trying to rape me Thought you was trying to steal me Thought you was trying to put your hands on me It would never prosper Because prosperity comes with God And not anybody or anything else Hallelujah See what happened When we quiet ourselves And fast and pray It's my one meal And I'm all good I'm telling you I don't know how long I'm going for. I don't even care. Just one meal a day. I don't even care. Sometimes it may not be no meal. I don't even care. That's the care that I'm not supposed to carry. The care I say I don't care. I don't care about that care that we put on our backs and weigh us down. No, I don't. I don't care if somebody say, okay, Quenisha, you have to, you know, do this. But sometimes if a person not being that reasonable, you can open your mouth and say something. It don't mean go along and get along all the time. No, it doesn't. God may use you to be that voice they need to hear. You know how many times I have been that voice? And many was looking like, you know what? Hey, girl. It was like, okay. All right. All right. That's God. It's God. Many times it happened to me with all of you. Sometimes God will have some of you to be positioned in front of me for me to stand. And all that I do is stand and lift you up regarding what came my way that tried to cause me to fall being around you. You know, one thing I do not like, I'm not too comfortable with or too fond of being with anybody that just talk about me behind my back. I'm just not okay with that. And this is how we know when we talk about everybody else to a person. Okay, I'm going to be talked about around each person we just talked about. 
So why even talk about stuff like that? Do you know how many of us do that to each other every day? Hallelujah. Talk about each other like cats and dogs. And then say we walk in honor? And say we favor each other? That's not true. That's why we look sad and mad. Because we're speaking words not from heaven. We're speaking words from a hurt. Speaking words from hindrances. And not help. These men had other men to come and help them work. See how they're prospering because they're hearing a word from God? Like you are women of power. Father, I just want to say in front of you that I embrace every form of a miracle. Why? Because I can. Not because I earned it. Not because I deserve it. Because I'm aware that I'm a possessor of promises. And I thank you for supernatural miracles that's taking place that doesn't just involve me. Hallelujah. It's not a good feeling to be around somebody who want to ride around with someone. Someone's birthday today? Hmm. Birthday. Oh, I said that already yesterday. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yesterday I said it. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. People are saying, you are such a blessing. Let me tell you something. Everybody had to come together and pray, right? All around the world, we called to come together and pray. How many of us say, I'm too busy to do that? I got, I got, I got to go to work. I, I mean, I got, I got, I got this function. I got this event. I got this to do this day. But who are we coming together and pray to? The one who blessed us to do everything we just said that we can't do because of that. Hmm. Sometimes we can say, everybody, come on, let's come together and do this. How many show up? How many ooh, How many show up? Christ told disciples, just sit up. I'm going to go pray. Y'all sit up. How many decided to get up and say, no, I'm going to come too? None of them did. None of them did. And they didn't even stay awake. He came. Why did he come back to wake them up again? When well, he already knew without even coming there that they fell asleep again. Why did Christ do that? They weren't that far from him. Imagine him praying about Judas. He's going to kill himself, God. I pray for his strength. That he don't. Peter's going to betray me, God. I pray that he don't beat himself up so much. 
the joy is set before them all, God. I know they all going to feel this type of way, which is some type of way when all of them do what they do, what they know they shouldn't do, but it's already set for them to do so that I can be risen on the third day. And none of them heard what he prayed about because none of them stayed awake to even care to hear. If Simon Peter stood up to hear or even pray with him, would he remember when he seen that crow? Okay, that's the crow Christ talking about. So I'm not even going to deny it. So why did it take for the third time for him to recognize what he said? See how so many things happen when we pray? There's power in prayer. They didn't want to pray. They didn't want to pray. Not one person said, Christ, come. I want you to come and pray with me. Why I go pray? No. He went away to pray. And he taught them how to pray. See, when we pray, we know the Lord is my shepherd. Okay, right there. He's my shepherd. And a shepherd does what? Attend to the sheep. And what did he say? My sheep know my voice. So I won't even be hearing what Satan trying to say to me because I know the voice of my shepherd. If I just keep praying and he keep talking to me and releasing his sound to me, I know the difference between his voice and Satan's voice when he's trying to disguise himself like my Lord that talks to us every day. We make bad decisions just because we don't pray enough. Don't stay awake enough. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Okay, if I don't have any wants, then why am I still wanting him to do what he already done? Now, wanting him to release is something different, but that's us saying that in so many ways without being aware where we want him to do what he already done is pretty much saying redo what can only be done once. Go back and purchase yourself again so I can get what I already have a right to in the first place. That don't even make sense. Many waiting to be healed and all they need is a fresh revelation because we're not praying enough. That's what happened. We're not praying enough. We don't. We feel like we don't have no power in prayer. Like prayer is just a waste of time for many of us. I'm going to pray when I want something, okay? I'm going to pray when things are going wrong, okay? But so many things happen when we pray. No one wants to really, really, really pray. It's not about praying hours and hours. No, just pray. Pray. Many people that mistreat you are really feeling dumbfounded. Because that demon just became deaf, dumb, and blind. I command every demon that's trying to cause any of us to divide, to become deaf, dumb, and blind. All around the world. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to be positive. Okay? Because we're on a winning team. 
I can't rush this episode because Holy Spirit, like, you know, it's gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle with this. Because there's another episode over and over and over and over and over and over because God, he's the same over and over and over and over. You know? It doesn't matter. Are you going to engage with the team? Thank you. You're welcome. I got it. Enjoy. Thank you. I'll enjoy. Love you. Thank you. All right. Am I going to enjoy being on a team that God has placed you and I on? Or am I going to complain? Am I going to have things to say? Am Am I going to come together with any of you and talk about it? Or am I going to be like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to do what's right. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be negative no more. I don't want to talk negative no more. I don't want nothing bad to say because I'm a part of a team. This team needs me. Don't ever think you're not needed because people are going to say, or people don't say, you know, things to you and I that they do need. You think you're not needed? That's why you're there. Anywhere on a job, God called me on my called me off a job 13 years. Called me off. Two years to go before I retire. In that company, is 15 years to retire. 15 years and you retired. I was 13, 13 years in. God called me off and said, your time is up. Because I learned the purpose why I was there. I will go to work two hours early. Y'all better hear this. Okay, that's the next episode. See, whenever we submit to whatever Holy Spirit say, there goes God with another new thing. He just told me, you know, take my time with this. Now I'm like, okay, I submitted myself, taking time. Okay, now you can go to the next thing. See, it's what he wants. And what I do want, I want all of you to want what he wants and submit to that. Because if we don't, we're going to rob ourselves. We're going to rob ourselves. How'd that look? I'm getting all kinds of surveillance cameras and all these things so nobody won't rob me, but I'm robbing myself. Ooh, God. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Here's another episode. Be glad you're on a team. You're on a team. Love your team. Do not talk about your team or say that's on them. No, you there. I love you.